This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Yo, guys, what's up? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today, we're talking about the crisis of undervaluing the work of a woman. I'm passionate about it, you guys. Yes, she is. So you guys buckle up. This is going to be good. Share it with your wife, share it with your sister, and share it with your grandma. She's going to have a hoot. So, all right, guys, (laughs) let's dive straight in. Okay. Here we go. Radio. Today's episode is brought to you by, brought to you by, is brought to you by getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You guys might have anxiety, depression. I want to talk about in later spot in about GAD, generalized anxiety disorder, and how much we have it. But you guys go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. To get the help you need, to get counseling. (laughs) To get counseling, to get the help you need. Okay. The crisis of undervaluing the work of a woman. Mm-hmm. Tell well, me, tell me about this. I want to talk about this topic because this is something that comes up in my women's coaching all the time with mm-hmm. my clients. And this month, February, is all about women's stuff. We're talking about it in a new way that is sort of I I think is not out there. It's not available to people enough. Uh, hmm. Women and men need to know more about this crap and talk more about it. So here we are. So it's who, the who needs to know more about it? Um, a, the women, both, or the man, all. Equal. Equal. We are all sort of, I think, messed up on this plane of knowledge. And if we weren't, there would be, this would be easier. Mm -hmm. It's not. So the crisis of undervaluing the work of a woman. So women, you know what this feels like when someone asks you what you do. If you meet a new mom at the wherever you you're hanging out somewhere at a dinner party and someone says, what do you do? And if your answer is, oh, I'm just a Mm. stay at home mom. I knew that you were going to say just in that. Mm-hmm. You know why I knew that? Because mm-hmm. so many people say that. And mm-hmm. of course, not only women, but guys too. Oh, it's, it's just me calling or it's just. Mm-hmm. If you say anything, if it's, ju- it's just that, oh, it, it's, it's just, it might, oh, it's just a paper cut. Okay, that's fine. It's not a gaping wound that needs 10 stitches. But, oh, I'm just calling because, I don't know, right. I'm devaluing myself right, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, this is a perfect example. I took my daughter to meet a new friend. So we, I met her mom for the first time and I was asking her because I'm a life coach. All I do is ask people, what are your dreams? What's your vision? What's your why? Right. You I, dove straight into I it. I literally like, do that. I just met you. This is too much. <laughs> I literally do that all the time because she had mentioned she talked about wanting to go back to work. And the immediate thing she said, well, I've just been a stay at home mom for nine years. Mm. I was like, oh, so you've run a home. You've paid bills. You've organized. You've created systems. Oh, you've just been a stay at home mom, huh? You've you've like worked with emotional challenges you've worked with. I mean, you raised a human. That is no small thing. That's way more involved than, I don't know, filing people's taxes. <laughs> right. There was this thing that came out a couple of years ago and it was, it, it listed like all the job titles a stay-at-home mom would have. Oh, yeah. One was like mm-hmm. CEO of the family, um, a cook, chef, mm-hmm. planner, psychologist, doctor, (laughs) all these things, like really high profile, traditionally high profile jobs making more than six figures a year. Mm -hmm. That is what a mom does. So how in the world, where did it go where all those things are, are, oh, because you're just at home taking care of this? Literally everything? Yeah, literally life. You're taking care of life. 
Yes, I know. What's more important than life? Right. Definitely not like taxes. Money? <laughs> right. Money more important than life? No. And I know you need money to make life work, but actually you don't. You could, if you, if everything, if the whole system went up in flames and you all of a sudden had to live in the woods, the, uh, your wife or a stay-at-home mar- mom or parent, I mean, this is again just about women, but you would have everything you need and you could be able to do it there. Many women have done it. There's been wars where people are pushed out into the woods. Well, hello. How do you think it was for thousands of years? I know. that's. I could talk about that a lot. But anyway, the whole point is, and uh, again, this is something that comes up over and over again with my clients, the coaching clients, is that there's this, so there's typically when we're, when we're working with a married couple, there's a dynamic between the husband and the wife where it's a kind of unspoken, but as we dig into things more deeply, it begins to be um, revealed that mm-hmm. the wife and the husband both semi-devalue the amount of work that the wife does in the home. Because there is inherently a very explicit and heavily weighted bias that money is the most important thing. Right. I, One of the partners or whatever, husband or wife, goes and makes all the money, mm-hmm. and you just do this. What's that quote that's like, someday you'll realize you can't eat money? Oh, like it's when one of my favorite. Like when no, you've burned all of no, the it's forest. Like, it's, I think it's and... from a, a Seneca tribe um, kind of proverb kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, when, when all the trees are gone, when all the fish are out of the rivers, when all the, you know, dirt is something, um, only like the white man will realize that you can't eat money. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. I think it's so good. But, um, going back to this idea of in, in our coaching sessions, when, when it's, and I want you to think of examples, like even in our own marriage, cause I know you've done this before where you're, Mm -hmm. you have deeply undervalued the amount of work that I do. Right. You've even said really like what you do doesn't matter. Like you literally said that to me in an argument. And I, and, and I'm on the other end of that going, I, I literally like create the life for all of us. Right. And you're going to tell me that that doesn't matter because it's not attached to a dollar bill. Like well, it wasn't in that context, but yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I interrupted you. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, so that is kind of the direction that I want to go because this happens all the time. Again, in our coaching sessions, we'll have a, a husband who believe. And again, I'm going to speak very broad strokes. If you have a problem with that, turn this podcast off and listen to something that doesn't make you upset because I don't give a shit if you don't like what I'm saying. It Hashtag is the snowflake. truth of <laughs> it's the truth of how a lot of couples are. And if you're not that way, I don't go do something else. Don't tell me I'm a terrible coach or whatever. Eat Duke. You're just a coach. (laughs) I'm just a coach. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so what happens is the husband will be, have this like a level of arrogance of a, I'm more important than you. I do the real work and you're just home all day with the kids. You, what do you even do all day? Mm. That kind of vibe. And Mm -hmm. then the wife for one feels absolutely like ass because she works all day long and doesn't have a time clock, doesn't get to go out and get lattes during lunch break, doesn't get to have meetings with food brought in. I mean, I remember thinking like you would talk about, oh yeah, there's this boring meeting and then we had these foods or whatever. I'm like, I would pay to go to that. That's like, that sounds delightful. You got to BS around with other people and not wipe a butt and not talk about like, you know, what is the game like the Nintendo switch Fortnite. race car game for seven hours a day? Oh, well, right. no, poor you, you know? <laughs> um, and so what, what ends up happening is that this typically the man feels like what he's doing is real work. And what mm-hmm. the wife is doing is like play. And oftentimes we'll have clients where the husband wants the wife to go back to work. And there's such a huge dynamic of, and like 
the wife will feel like she wants to go back to work too because that's where she feels her value is. Right. And there's this deep but, intuitive like mm -hmm. dissonance because as a woman, most women are like, and again, if it doesn't apply to you, it's fine. But most women are like, I actually know like deep in my heart somewhere that this isn't going to work out well for us. It's called like, the mom guilt, right? Well, it's not just mom guilt. So I want you to hear it in a different light. It's an intuition. It's a woman saying, if I leave this house, if I leave my children alone for 10 hours a day, if dad, you know, if dad's got to start making dinners now all of a sudden and whatever, mm. I know that this might not work, but I have pressure from my husband to mm -hmm. make money because that has real value instead of mm -hmm. being a present mother, being the psychologist, the doctor, the housekeeper, the right. whatever, right? The, and so the nurturer. Yes, really the nurturer, like the right. keep the tender of the nest. So I like to use nest. Tender I mean, people, yeah, like you're tending it, Ooh, you're okay, tending okay, okay. a nest, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so I I like to use that nest analogy. Like it's a you know they use the term nesting when nesting. you're pregnant, and mm -hmm. it's I think it's really important. In, and I want men to think of it like this: if you're one of those dudes saying, "Well, yeah, she should be earning money," mm. when you remove the person who protects that nest, like the mother bird, mm -hmm. you are opening a door for a lot of things that you don't even think about because Other eagles can come and swoop and snatch. Right. The so there's babies. all these different things. Like you're taking away the psychologist element. You're taking away the, the nurturing, um, the person who's literally most mothers, their role. Again, this is not apply to every, some women don't have this and don't want it and they have kids and they just don't have it. That's fine. But for the majority of us, we are watching our children and we're looking for learning, like teaching moments constantly mm -hmm. whether that's helping our children grow their frustration tolerance when they're learning to tie their shoes mm -hmm. that is a moment where as a woman we go it's not just about getting your kid to know how to tie a knot right it's about getting your kid to know how to chill f out while they struggle through learning how to do something that they're gonna have to do a million times in life and especially if you have a good <clears throat> wife or a good wife i know that sounds weird but someone who has a growth mindset and is aware of her own uh, I don't know, is conscious of her own thoughts and feelings and being kind of thing. And then ha you have somebody like that modeling for your kids. That is worth a zillion. It's worth a zillion. To have a healthy home is far more uh, financially wise than to have a woman, uh, have a wife working out of the home that creates dissonance within the home. Does that make sense? Yeah. Your payoff is much higher on the positive to keep... If your wife wants to stay home and if you value the work that she does and if you see it for what it is and she's actually a helpful mom and a good mm -hmm. wife and all that stuff. I mean, there are shitty people out there who are doing a bad job of it. Right. But so hear what I'm saying. The um, what is that word? There's like a it's like the benefit, the cost benefit, a cost benefit analysis. Right. It's like right. to have the, the amount of money that your wife may bring in if she goes and works is so much smaller compared to the amount of wellness she will generate in your children. And when you have generated wellness in your children and health and stability, they don't need to do things like try drugs, go get therapy to heal from the, you know, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Right. I put, I'm not uh, well, languaging even, it very well. Even, but. Uh, like research and uh, family therapy wise, think about attachment styles and stuff mm, like that mm -hmm. and having, so, okay, I, I, my mind just goes here all the time and it's going to reiterate what you were saying. We're not talking about every single woman, every right. single couple. There are tons and tons of kick-ass single moms out there yeah. that have awesome kids, that bring in the money, who are doing rad and just crushing it, right? So we're not saying, oh, this is the better way to go. And if you're like that, then whatever. We're not saying that. 
at all. I'm not sure what you're doing. I'm you're, sorry. Uh, I'm taking <laughs> notes so that I can remember what I'm saying. You're oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. I probably probably tell right. I apologize so, if I. So the the research back piece of that thinking about attachment styles and also future maladaptive reactions to like a, a, a not present parent or um, a kid yes. who sees their mom and dad fighting all the time because mm-hmm. dad has a shitty job and he's like, this is so uneven. I go out and bust my ass all day. Yes. You got to go make some money too. And then the mom's like, Ugh. and what you were saying earlier is the feeling uh, like if you have a husband pressuring the wife to go and work and what right. do all day kind of thing, but knowing just innately, yes. like instinctually, okay, I will, but it's not going to work out. Yes. That's like a nightmare to me. I would hate it if you said, go do this, Seth. I yeah. want you to go back to, to school for engineering. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not good at math. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to work out. <laughs> I, and But you're saying, you're almost leaving me no choice because yes. I feel guilty. Yes. Kind of thing. And you just, all you know what? of you're, society you're me... is doing the same thing. Right, right. Like so, you intuitively know this is not going to work and right. I can't do this and it's not going to feel great. But culture tells you you should do it, and now your spouse is like, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is terrible. What were you going to say? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, no, just the value. What you were saying was uh, along the lines of the cost benefit analysis. Mm-hmm. Like in business, you go, okay, the cost of um, one to make one widget is like $1,000, right? Oh, but if you make 1,000 widgets, they go down to, you know, $2 a piece or something. So the cost benefit, okay, mm-hmm. in the long run, we're going to make more money mm-hmm. if we go ahead oh, and dive in. Let me use thing, a different right? language. So I want to use the term investment here. Mm-hmm. So if you decide that it's worth the, inv- so I want husbands to think, again, this is for a very particular dynamic investment in a home. Investment is a great language Right. So it's use. a very so this is a really common dynamic in homes where the husband works, the wife is at home raising children. Uh, thousands of millions of people deal with this. Uh, so I want you as a husband, if you're the breadwinner, you're the one out there doing the work, out like doing the work in the field, invest in your family by allowing your wife to be the best wife humanly possible and not asking her to separate um family from in from like work from whatever it's all mm-hmm. one thing and let me use an example that i think again so if you invest in that if you invest in your nest right invest in making it stronger invest in making it safer and happier and more healthy and all of that stuff you are essentially investing in the future well-being of your children in a million areas mm-hmm. their ability ability to keep a job to get a job to keep a romantic partner to stay married to deal with conflict the more you, uh, when you decide to invest in your wife getting a job, now again, some women want jobs, so I'm not, mm-hmm. do not just like separate it so I don't have to keep saying this shit. But anyway, <laughs> if, uh, 
if you decide that, nope, investing in my nest just isn't what I want to do. She needs a job. We need more dollars in this nest. You are taking away the safety net. You're taking away an element of, um, is there not like an, another analogy that you can think of? It's like taking off your helmet, your kid's riding a bike. To, to a degree, but we, right. we call it also like you're leaving, um, you're leaving something on the table. Like mostly that's referred to like leaving money on the table. Like, hey, mm-hmm. here's an opportunity that if you did a, a little bit of work and tweak thinking or whatever, mm-hmm. you, could, you could not leave the money on the table kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, th- I want to kind of state because I'm th- having a lot of thoughts that, so this is, this is timeline oriented too, right? Like, okay, say that you were working, we're both working, mm-hmm. we're dinks, right? Double income, no kids kind of thing. Right. And Which we used to be. Right. When we get pregnant, it's like, oh, okay, the best move for us right now is, all mm-hmm. right, stay at home, right? And you were stay at home for a long minute. Well, no, I worked. I taught lessons. Well, I mean, but like, it wasn't, me- yeah. yeah. Yeah, like. It was like part-time work. For 10 years. You, mm-hmm. right? 10 years? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that. We, you didn't tell me to do that. You wanted to, mm-hmm. and I didn't tell her to, right? Yeah. So guys, don't be douchebags around that. And women, some women, I know tons of women, they're like, boom, pregnant, take that maternity leave, and they're back yeah. immediately. And that works for them. So mm-hmm. we're not saying this is black and white, either or kind of thing. What we are saying is, talk about it and how we communicate about it will make this whole thing work. Now, right. guys, here's an opportunity for you to step your ass up. If you're like, uh, my job at Home Depot, you know, or, you know, pushing carts that I've had for 10 years, just sitting cutting it. Um, and I'm 32 and she needs to go to work. What is she doing? No, you need to get another job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Working at Home Depot, fine, whatever. Right. That's okay. Go get an Go get a second job or mm-hmm. a third job. There was a time mm-hmm. when I had three freaking jobs and also I was in grad school and also I had an internship. And we had just had a baby. And we just had a kid. Yeah. Right? We've, so we've been it. This in is, it. This, I'm, all, I'm also speaking to the guys because part of the crisis of undervaluing women uh, in the, in the, or the work of a woman mm-hmm. is 99.9% due to dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm... A lot of that is what I'm trying to communicate is that if, if men believe and then to communicate to their spouse that the woman's work is not as, it's not as good, it's not valuable because it it's not attached to dollar signs, mm-hmm. then they will unintentionally or even intentionally make their wives feel stupid, mm-hmm. lesser than, um, they'll make them feel irresponsible, mm-hmm. all of these things. Um, and so, yeah, there's a huge cycle there of men need to change their mindset around this because it is attached to dollars. If your wife stays home with your children and wants to do that and she can like be a good, and I'm going to say this, like be a good wife, be a good mom. Don't just stay home and be a dipshit. That is not <laughs> what I am saying. You've got to stay home and do your due diligence, do the hard work of being right. a good mother and learning about yourself and learning about your kids, like different styles and all this stuff. <laughs> Seth's like, stop hitting the table. You're like Judge um, Judy hitting the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Judge Which Judy. Which Judge too. Judy, I think, is the highest earning woman on TV. She is. Uh, Stephen Murphy sent me a thing of Judge Judy going like this to her watch, and I was like, "Oh, I'm her." Yeah. <laughs> like in a good way. But anyway, so uh, what was I saying? You made me. Oh, so there is money on the line if a wife stays home. Again, I'm trying to communicate this really clearly. The most important thing, and what impacts us financially as adults as our children grow, is their emotional stability. Do you hear what I'm saying? If our child is emotionally unstable, is unable to work through their frustration tolerance, is unable to stand their ground, have boundaries with friends, whatever, they're more likely to do drugs, fall into depression, um, not be able to get a job, not be able to keep a job, uh, get into fights with people. All of those things, dads, 
cost us parents money to deal with and manage. Unless you're an asshole dad who doesn't go, well, you do it yourself. Figure it out. You got into this mess. Like, right. it's your job if you brought children into the world to teach them how to navigate all of these things. Mm-hmm. So having a good wife at home, a healthy, loving, growth mindset woman who is wanting to do all of these things is the most beneficial thing you could do financially for your entire future. What does Proverbs say? And we're something, not Bible Something pushing. really good. Oh, yeah, it's the best. Teach your child the no. way to go and they won't do wrong. No, I'm talking about <laughs> talking about women and stuff. Um, uh, what does it say? A good wife who can find her, her price is far worth more than rubies or something mm-hmm. like that? It's Proverbs 31, I think. I don't know if it's that, like the... She wears purple and goes to work at four in the morning and she buys lands and her children lands. love her. No, that she's like a rock star kick-ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, that was that's the definition of... I mean, it's like equivalent we're today. Gonna get, we're actually going to... I'm going to do an episode about that. We're going to do an episode about that. That's pretty Talking cool. about the... the, the op, like, the Bible and people call women, like, helpers and what the actual translation of that means is mm-hmm. not what we think and i preach that in my uh coaching sessions all the time so right. i'm going to do an episode about that yeah, but it's not help um but let me yeah. say something that i think is really really important so i'm going to use a really odd example but i know it it's going to make a lot of sense so the raising of children is number 1 no small feat it is it needs to be done as an embodied act right hmm. so it's a whole it's a biopsychosocial spiritual um practice to raise humans that are healthy. Now, it's not a biopsychosocial spiritual practice to raise unhealthy kids. It's easy. That's really easy to raise kids that are not, you know, attuned to, that are Mm -hmm. maladaptive, that do weird stuff, that are unhealthy. And here's, let me me tell you why. What's that study where they took the orphans and, um, no, it was the Nazis Mm -hmm. tried to raise babies without touching them. Right. Well, is, do you know more details about that? Yeah. Several old studies. I think there's some in Russia or somewhere like that. And, uh, Long story short, the the the, the children died. Right, it, so it's they called had a failure, ev- failure to thrive. Right, right? these Without children touch. have everything they quote unquote need. So they got food, they got water, they have warmth, they've got a bed, they have lights, they have whatever. But they die. They literally die because they need touch, attunement. Like our brains are wired as social creatures to have these things as a necessity, and when mm. we don't get them. I mean, think about this when you think of a story of like a kid was kept in his basement for 15 years. Mm. That kid's effed up and you know it. Why? Why is he so effed up? Because he wasn't with humans that cared about him and Mm -hmm. that breaks people. So dad, when you're saying mom needs to go work, she's just a stay-at-home mom. Right. No, she's not. She's teaching your child how to be a human and not be broken. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that idea of this, like the horrible thing that the Nazis did with babies. And again, it has happened a lot, which is even more horrible that they give you everything you quote unquote need a babysitter, a nanny can give you everything your kid needs. There was another but they study. Can't, hold on. Mm-hmm. But they can't attune to you like a mom. And it's really mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. that you understand that that's what, that's what you're leaving on the table. The motherly attunement that even a lot of husbands love how their mom... Tra- I mean, you do. You love how your mom treated you as a kid and still treats you now. Yeah. Would you swap that out for her going to work and you having a little bit more money as a kid? No. Why not? Because some things are more, more valuable than money. Yes. The love of a mother is more valuable than however much money your wife can make right. working part-time at the Fred Meyer. A lot of the guys in my badass husband mastermind group badasshusband.com, by the way, are working and striving to get their wives to... They are working and striving to advance in their careers 
to uh, um, allow their wives not to work because some have to, right? Okay, they bought a house. It's like, right. hey, hey, baby, you you got to go. We got to make this happen, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. That's fine. Again, communication, being on the same page, then it works. But a lot of, and when I say a lot, in fact, one just did, you know who I'm talking about, um, uh, made the switch to, is like, okay, um, he, he says his wife retired. Oh, and she's like not okay. even 30. Well, oh, I mean, that's she's, cute. She's I don't know who 30. you're talking about. But. Paul and Robin. Oh, yeah. yeah he's I like, do, yep, yeah, we retired. We retired Robin, you know, that. and they had very clear communication mm-hmm. and he was a go-getter and kick-ass guy mm-hmm. of, okay, this is what I want to do right. because the, all the stuff we're talking about is important to them. Mm-hmm. It's important to her, important to their daughters, mm-hmm. and of course, important to him. So right. he's like, hey, I'm not a dumbass here. Yeah. I better listen to that mm-hmm. because that is going to, I mean, if if, That's a great if there was a way that we could put... There's probably studies out there, actually. If there was a way that we could put a financial value or an appraisal oh, on is, that yeah. over 20 years, mm-hmm. it would be tens of millions of dollars. Right. And to like think, literally tens yeah. of millions of dollars. And it, that doesn't even give it justice because $10 million or a shitty life, what, what do you want? I know. Right. And that's the thing I think is so crazy because even with Paul and Robin is a great example because... Robin is now, you know, stay at home mom and she does pro- she does the things she wants to do and whatever. But call that- her the CEO of the home. Yeah, she's the CEO of their home, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love. And um one of the most amazing parts about that is the healthier the parent the parental unit is, like Paul is healthy, he's thriving in his work, and Robin is healthy, she's doing things that bring her joy and help her family and all of that. What mm-hmm. do you think the outcome of that is gonna be for their children? Yeah, you think they're going to look back and go, oh, dad or mom wasn't around. Do you think they're No, gonna they're be... going to remember the times that they went on vacation and like right. even just the small like, oh, I got you donuts from school, right. honey, and picked them up because mm-hmm. she was available or, or all this stuff. And mom wasn't stressed out having to figure out how do I make my part-time wage, you know. She was present. She was present. So She's this... not stressed out. She's not right. worried about the like the bullshit of if I'm going to make, you know, $15 an hour flipping burgers over here because my husband needs this extra Forty dollars, right. you know, and it's like no, the the payoff is not there, and but nobody's really talking about it in a way that I think is helpful, life giving, and most importantly, um, affirming. Like you don't, you aren't under, you're not less valuable if you don't make money. Money didn't exist before people made it up. Were people less valuable then when people went out and just hunted? And brought a deer home. Well, where's the one hundred dollars with that deer? Uh, no, but how about this? It is. I think the, those things, like how they used to be, like okay, traditionally the men would go out and hunt and stuff, and the women would stay, like in the village or whatever, mm-hmm. and do homey things, right? And it had equal value. Of course, it's like okay, yeah. um, I can go out and hunt, but come back, there's no home to come back to. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, then what good is me hunting, right? right? Oh, we have a home, but no food or no resources or no nothing. What good is it? Right. Understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. people had very distinct roles and somewhere there was more value on money and men working mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? But like our stuff works and I think has worked for 17 years. Well, since we've had kids, about 14 years mm. of, okay, I am completely fine going out and bringing back resources like in the form of money or Mm -hmm. this is this is why it freaking makes me so happy and um what's what's the word like not happy but fulfilled Mm -hmm. like when i go out and get a deer Mm -hmm. and the way that we had a process i know we've talked about is like the land jaeger sticks and stuff like that but that is not just you 
going, oh, Seth brought this home. Uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> right. No, it's me planning, going out and getting it and mm-hmm. sitting in the rain and forever and going and really enjoying it because I it's feel... It's a holistic, It's a very holistic. holistic thing. I feel like I'm fulfilling right. what I should do, just right. like your innate need to mm-hmm. nurture and nest and have a kid right. and stuff like that. Now, granted... Well, can I tell you another example of that too? Like, So Seth is talking about hunting and bringing back actual meat and we right. turned and it into like it. sausage like, and mm-hmm. our kids all eat it. And on the flip side of that, as something as seemingly unimportant, because I'm going to repeat that people tell us that these things are trivial and that they don't matter... I have recently started doing macrame. I've known how to do macrame forever, but um, I start. I actually taught your mom how to do it, and now she does it a lot, which is super cute. You're making clothes. Uh, not clo- clothes. Well, it could be clothes. You're, what the heck? What? Okay, you sorry. You just lied to our all of our closest friends? I don't make. Cl- I do make clothes, but not. I don't macrame clothes. <laughs> make me weirdo. some macrame pants. <laughs> the '70s had crocheted pants. Oh wow! Um, I really want a crocheted swimsuit. Actually, I've always wanted one forever. They're so freaking cute. What? I don't know how that would work. So they they exist, but like anyway, yarn, not the point. A yarn bikini. Mm-hmm. You line it, ding dong. Come on, get with the times. These have been around since the seventies, folks. But anyway, what so I was saying I. is that uh, the other day when we were watching Encanto for the first time, I made a macrame paper towel holder with a stick from our yard. It's so cute. It has beads on it and stuff. And even that, it seems unimportant. It seems trivial. I could go buy a macrame thing on Amazon or at like Hobby Lobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my children got to watch me make something. My right. children are proud of that thing that I made. They tell people about it. They say, mom, that's so fun. That's so cool. That whatever. So just the small act, seemingly unimportant act of showing my children that I can learn a new skill or, or, or even make us, I knew how to macrame, but I've never done that particular thing. And so just being able to share that journey with the children teaches them something completely invaluable that they could never learn from a babysitter. A babysitter isn't going to, you know, have you ever been a babysitter? You don't give two shits about that kid. You just want to make sure they don't die and that you get paid at the end. I mean, you can, <laughs> you're nice to them, but you're like, prevent eh, death, get the cheddar. Yeah, really. And so a babysitter is not going to attune to these things to your children. They're not going to attune like a mother, right? That's why the term the love of a mother, not the love of a babysitter. Right, <laughs> not the- right, or even the love of a dad. I mean, some. I mean, that's very yeah. equally as as strong too, mm-hmm. and it's different. But just hearing you talk about, yeah, I could get a micromay thing on uh, Amazon, and who cares about that, right? It would be probably higher quality, actually. <laughs> maybe oh, not, ne- or, not necessarily. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. not necessarily, but maybe if it was an expensive one, right? But you look on Amazon, you click it, it gets delivered two days later, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can make one and have it do with the kids, and them see mm-hmm. that. So just like the 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 deer sausage and mm-hmm. pepperoni stuff, obviously I can go to Fred Meyer right now and get all the pepperoni in the world, mm-hmm. right? And go, here, kids, guess what? Right. Or they can see me getting ready. They can sometimes go with me. They've been hunting with me before. Mm-hmm. They can see me bring home the deer in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. They can see us hang it in the tree and skin it and process it, right? They can see all that stuff and learn and participate and go, oh, what I'm eating was really ta- is really tasty. Mm-hmm. That's where it came from. Right. Or this macrame thing is really cool. None of my friends have one. It's very unique. Oh, I remember when mom sat on the couch and made mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it's so, special. Right. And part of, the, part of what we're saying without quite saying it is that these little moments in life that we have um, outsourced to other countries, to manufacturers, so anything from food to um, products, so clothes, any of those things, they used to be how we created health and balance in our lives, right? That used to Mm -hmm. also be primarily, well, not primarily, but a lot of it 
was wisdom passed down by women, mm -hmm. wisdom passed down by wives and grandmas and aunties and whatever. And when we outsourced these things to manufacturers, wherever, we took away an ability for us to share our wisdom. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like even something as simple as sewing, sewing or, um, I mean, sewing is an, an a deeply important skill. It's so helpful to know how to sew even like five just different things, like sewing, hemming pants, mm -hmm. fixing a tear in a backpack, like all of these things. As silly as that sounds, that is what we used to do all day long with our time and like communicate and learn and talk and it, you know, all of like, or cooking mm -hmm. or meal planning and uh, growing a garden or growing herbs and teaching each other. Like that was what the foundation of wellness was. So now it's not surprising that when someone is loses their shit, they freak out. They have like a crisis of whatever. They go from being a top tier lawyer to surfing all day. They go from, they go from being like, I was this uh, CEO of blah, blah, blah. And now all I do is garden. Why? Because it's they like, had to get back. Remember that book we had, Back to Basics? Oh, I yeah. Wish I want to find that again. Oh, we could easy get it but on like eBay. To, we could easy get it. You could easy get that on eBay. Uh, you, go, you go back to basics and think about it. We go to what we know. Right. Back uh, to Basics was like a how to build, build a log cabin book that I bought. Oh, it was awesome. It was really awesome. I was looking at it all the time, like how to garden and fa what direction your house should face for the sunlight mm -hmm. and south facing, whatever. Um, but again, a lot of this is tied to... Why do you think it's mother nature, mother earth? It's God. It's that like, what is the other one? It's the, um, the goddess image. She's all like fat and sassy. She's got, mm -hmm. she's hips and she's like birth. Like, what's um, that called? uh, what's the, the, in Moana, remember, uh, Tafiti? Tafiti, Yeah. But then Tafiti turned good once she got her heart back mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know, it's like, and that's an island, you know, right. like in, in Indian countries, like. Well, it's a turtle, like turtle island, stuff like that. But mm -hmm. it's a lot of like Mother Earth. And I was just thinking about Tefiti, you mm -hmm. know, like she's this giant green island that's lush mm -hmm. and everything. Like, oh, you you live on that. Right. Like it's until you take the heart giving. out of her. And again, that's a good that's a good analogy. Like, what's his name? Moana? What's his name? Moana. The, the guy? The rock. The rock. What's Dwayne Johnson Dwayne? stole Tefiti's heart. He stole her heart. <laughs> he took the core the core <laughs> essence of whatever, right? Okay, got it. Uh but I I mean, even drawing parallels there, like if you, I'm going to say this and it's going to ruffle some people's feathers, but Ooh, like at I the core it. of who I think most women are, and again, there's a variety of types of women and whatever, but if you are a healed, now you got to hear that word. Healed? Healed. You're, if you're whole, oh. balanced, healed, you don't have this like horrendous gaping wound of childhood or a trauma that you haven't worked through or any of that. But if you are a healed, centered, balanced human, woman, uh, I think most of us find unbelievable value in things like helping children, helping friends, helping, giving, community. It's this life-bringing, nurturing mm. element that you can't get when you work at McDonald's. You can't get it when you're not in community. And so in my brain, it's like that the heart of Tafiti, the, the thing they stole out, mm -hmm. was that, oh, this doesn't matter. I'm going to... I'm gonna pop that out of here. Women don't or it's need more, to. It's more valuable over here. Or no, it no. It doesn't even matter. Staying at home with your kids, attuning to them, looking into their eyes, telling them stories—that shit doesn't matter. Go get a job. Right. You have now turned Tafiti into what's her name? Tikka. Oh yeah, Tikka. <laughs> uh, you've made her sad. You've made her crusty, <laughs> full of lava. Right. Um, and I mean, now I'm all I'm thinking is all the lyrics in Moana. 
Like all the song where she, where everybody cries. I cross the horizon to find you. Make me cry. I know your name. They have stolen the heart from inside you. This does not define you. <laughs> but anyway, it it's makes good. me think about the fact that we're taking away the core of what makes people healthy, what makes children healthy, what makes marriages healthy. And part mm. of that core, part of what it is, is a healthy, attuned woman who's standing there and looking into the eyes of their children or their, their cousins or nephews or husband or whatever. Why the hell we think that doesn't have value and that a dollar is more important than that is so much bullshit and it's ruining families. Now, I want to think about how many people grew up with a working mom then you just wish, oh, I just want her to be home. Mom's never here. Mom, where's mom? Everybody wants mom, mm -hmm. right? Why? <laughs> Why does everyone want I, mom all the time? Okay, here's some real talk, right? Like I can wake up and or or come home or something and you're working and you know, I say hey to the kids and whatnot, but I swear every time it's like I'm just chopped liver almost, <laughs> you know. It's like where's where's mom? Right. When's when's mom coming home? Right. And it's that the Jerry Seinfeld bit. It's like guys, husbands, we don't matter. I think it was in one of comedians and cars getting coffee or something. He uh -huh. was like Oh yeah. Who cares? I a guy is is nothing. Like that is our role. We go, we do this, and we're just shit. And it doesn't matter. And of course, he's Jewish, so he's talking about from like in the Jewish tradition kind of thing. And but he he, he does it really like eloquently and funny. And it's like nobody cares about that. However, I know there are a lot of guys that do mm -hmm. get shit on, bro. Like, yeah, in a bad oh, way. For and it's sure. Like, listen, I I am trying. Yes, I, I, I am. And I want to say it's this. cyclical. It's seasonal. Children absolutely need mom for a season. And then there's a tipping point typically around I think like the teenage years mm -hmm. to early twenties. Dad becomes more important. And oh, think yeah. of seasons: summer, fall, spring, summer. Oh, summer. Was I can't summer wait. Twice? Um, it's that, it's that energy. Like we live in seasons. Our bodies are in phases, everything, the moon, all of it is cyclical. So it's not that mom is the most important, but when we devalue the work of a woman undervaluing the fact that in that particular window of time, that mom shapes the children, mom shapes their wellness, mom shapes their ability to know what wellness is and whether or not she is present you can't put a dollar value on that. You cannot. Mom mm -mm. can't earn enough money to be like, okay, I'm going to exchange. I need an extra 50000 a year, but my kids are all going to be really effed up. Maybe you could sell that for what type of adjustment, what type of attachment style a kid has. Mm. I kind of you see what I'm what saying. saying? Like yeah. avoidant, detached, or secure. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, those three types are on auction. Right. Right. If you're raised okay, by so, your so iPad again, and your babysitter, you're, you're, the exchange is right. pretty... Abysmal. However, obviously, we are aware that there are working moms out there yes. who are kicking ass and doing their best. And we don't want to shame that at all. No, no we're not shaming that at all. Right. And I'm all, obviously, please don't hear me saying, uh, like, oh, great, every working mom is going to have dumb kids. No, or no, 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 no. No, we're not saying that. However, I guess, again, this is going back. Maybe this is for the guys and not the, the, the it, women. It, I mean, it is. Even kind of thing. So, I, well, for, hold on. I want men to value women's work. And women, right. you need to know that your work is extremely important. Mm. So even if the even if a mom is in the position where she's working her ass off and all this stuff, it's like okay, it's still very valuable. You're not trading dollars for um, dogs are barking. I don't know. Okay, um, but you're not trading dollars for that. We're not just saying that. Uh, in fact, I want to implore the guys more than uh, 
Do you think that can pick up in the mics? I'm not worried about that. I just want to know. I thought... Oh, it's probably a delivery here or something like that. Whatever. So um, uh, what, what am I saying? Okay, so yes. And I was a part of a group that really hit this home a long time ago. And it went sideways. I'm talking about Mars Hill, right? No, yeah. Like part of it was like, okay, guys, kick your own ass. Get with the other dudes who kick your ass. Uh, find your pants and get the hell up and out. Put down the video game. Go kill something and bring it back to the cave kind mm-hmm. of thing. And... That part it was, was interesting. Was really they, powerful. Yeah, right? they empowered the man to feel and and did a really good job. But right. I mean, to a degree. But then again, at the primary, at the core of why I think Marcel was so stupid and is they undervalued the role in the work of women. It got it got really ass backwards. Right. It was like later. highly patriarchal, right. like in a, a super unhealthy way. Right. But you one tap thing, me for? because I want to talk about this. So part of this is to the guys, and then also to 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 reiterate, like women, you have infinite power, infinite value, infinite wisdom. Grab onto that. You're a deep. goddess, and we're going to talk about that in another That's episode. Right. So one thing, uh, if you if you haven't found that, then Go check out Women's Group Coaching. It's anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching. I did a podcast about this. It's not released yet. It'll come out in a couple days. Mm -hmm. But it is about the value of that. Mm -hmm. It is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. At least I, as far as I remember, (laughs) it is. It is, though, like the value of that and how hard you work and all this stuff. It's really a lot of praise about you. But anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching to get hooked up Mm -hmm. to this train, this train right here to my left. See what I'm saying? And it's going to be a powerful thing. But guys, now I'm talking about badasshusband.com. It's a group of men who want to excel in five areas, body, bank, brain, beliefs, and board. And if you have a balance of those five things in your life, then you literally can do whatever you want to do. And some of it is like, hey, get your pants, put down the Xbox controller, and go freaking get a second job if you're Mm -hmm. making your wife lose her mind over here, right? And then... If you know that, then you are welcome to come and join the group. You get on a call with me. You have an interview. If you're not a good fit, we're not going to let you join. And that will be very apparent immediately because you'll be like, "Mm, okay, you're not ready for this because these guys are up here. We want to make an ass load of money. We want to be happy. We want to design our life uh, for our wives and our kids to be the optimal, most awesome thing that it can be. And you can't do that alone. I thought you could do it alone for a long time. I was like, oh shit, this isn't working. Let me do something different. So go to badasshusband.com to check it out because it is awesome and you need to go there. So true. So true. Very true. Um, I have more that I want to say, but we'll save it for another time because okay. we have to. But anyway, uh, seriously, check out these resources. Um, and, and I want, if this is a start of a conversation for you with your spouse and you're feeling like you have been undervalued and the work that you do is not being taken seriously or, or you're like, yeah, I I actually don't want to work, but I've been too afraid to say something because my husband always talks about the importance of making money and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Share this episode with your spouse. But if you're going to talk about it, talk about it calmly, write your ideas down. Don't just like vomit. Come in with a game plan. Yeah. Have a game plan. Figure out how you want to talk about it, how you want it to go, how long you want to talk about it, how long you're not going to talk about it. Right. Because if you badger your spouse about this, as opposed to helping them learn about it, you will shoot yourself in the foot. And I don't want that for you. Um, again, sign up for women's group coaching. It's going to be way better than yeah. the men's mastermind. <laughs> just like starting off there. It just might be. And I have to say too, I have gotten a lot of questions about the pricing of women's group coaching and it's cheaper than men's group coaching or the men's mastermind mm-hmm. because of pink tax. This is how I stick it to the man. Everything for women costs more and women's group coaching will not cost more. It'll cost you. You got to pay to play, but it will not cost you more than what the men are working toward and all of that jazz. So if you look at that price and go, why is it so much cheaper? Men, if you look at that price and go, why is it so much cheaper? It must not be better. 
I'm making it cheaper on purpose so you can afford it. If people get mad at me about it, the I'm going to do this. And they won't be in here, the group. Here's the thing. The, the, the way the pricing points work, the right people will pay that because oh, they yeah. see the value mm -hmm. and they are willing to mm -hmm. pony up and put the investment mm -hmm. in. The wrong people will go, oh, too much. Oh, that's And oh. then you don't want those people in there anymore. Uh, it's yeah, just, it's oh, just like know. coaching, yep. right? The yeah. right kind of people that Cody wanted to coach, mm -hmm. our coach, would pay $10,000, yep. right? The wrong kind of people go, that's crazy. What does that bastard think he's doing? Right. Oh, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Oh, but yeah. the right kind of people go, let's burn those boats. Let's go. Right. And they make exactly. the investment and then they do the work, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with anything, right? It's if awesome. Oh, lastly, we are two, no, two, two reviews away from a thousand. So the last person that reviewed was, it was so like, I thought it was so cute. They were like review number 997. Like they put it in their thing. Like yeah, that they were, that's funny. So I love you. Mwah, thank we, you for should that. Should we give the 1,000th reviewer a special treat? Oh, Ooh, like a, a swirl cone from Dairy Queen? Yeah. From the DQ? They're going to DQ something different. We'll deliver it to you, but we'll buy it here in Maple Valley and then bring <laughs> it to you. I used to call those squirrel cones when I was a kid. And well, they're like Hattie's favorite, which makes me so that's happy. That's cute. So, okay, uh, you guys. We love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. I could, but remember yeah. to go to do two things. Go to badasshusband.com and also go to anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching anatomybus.com forward slash women's group coaching. Get hooked up with what we're doing because we know where we're going. And if you want to go to that same place of yep. ecstasy. It's going to be amazing. We love you. <laughs> right, Have a guys, great day. Later. Bye.